Uh, welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. Babs Rolls Ivy. It is uh, what is it? Wednesday. Wednesday, middle of the week. Middle of the week. I do have guests uh, at ten fifteen. I'll tell you who they are in a minute. I don't. I don't. They didn't send me a flyer, so I didn't post up who they were. Uh but it's the middle of the week, and uh, let's see. Yesterday was Tuesday. What was I doing? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is so many, so many things that you could be caught up in and don't remember a daggone thing. I don't know if that's an age thing. It might be. Uh, I hope it isn't. <laughs> Today is Wednesday. Okay. Oh, I know, because I had a, um, you know, we have our Planned Parenthood meetings. And uh, this was our annual meeting. And, you know, they go from like 4.30 to 8 when we have them. And I know that's a that's a long time. So it feels like an event. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was like, what did I do last night? Oh, I was in a meeting that felt like an event. And it was. I mean, it is. I mean, we had serious stuff to talk about. So so that was last night. And then I came home, had some champagne, and got into bed because I'm still celebrating my birthday. So uh and then I got up this morning and I'm 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 on I'm looking at Facebook and I see Karen DeBowles Walton talking about if it, it felt good to pick up the weights and move the body. I was like, oh, Lord, she's back in boot, boot camp is starting back up. So I text her, I'm texting. Her, I was like, I, what are you? Are you working out? Are you back in full fit gym? So she said, yes, the outside boot camp with uh, Kendrick up in Hampton High at 530 in the morning. So I said, you know, I'm, I'm like, OK, <laughs> so, you know, I'm very black. I'm like, who all up there? <laughs> She's like, this, this person, this person, that person. And possibly Dory should be coming too. So I said, uh, I, you know, I asked how much it costs. He's like, right now, he's just trying to see what the interest is. Like, okay, all right. I'm interested. Uh, so I'm going to boot camp tomorrow. So I said, man, 5.30, that's early. So she texts me there. She's like, Babs, I see you up in the morning studying for your LSAT at five. <laughs> and I, I wanted to say to her, but girl, I'm just rolling over in my bed, turning on the computer. I, I set the laptop up next to me. So in the morning, all I have to do is roll over. Going to boot camp requires me to put on clothes, sneakers, get a water bottle, drive to Hamden, and get ready. Ugh. <laughs> So I'm going to do it tomorrow because it's Monday through Thursday. So I was like, all right, I, I could handle that. The problem is um, I'm at Story Week next week. So I'll be at Story Week. So I might have to just get up in the morning uh, and, uh, and just uh, I'll get up tomorrow. 
and go and and say, yes, I'd like to do this, but I'm away next week and I'll start the following week. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I'm signing up for stuff. I don't I don't know why I am signing up for stuff. But I, I it needs to be done because I've been lamenting this. I've got equipment in my house. Uh, I I can be motivated. I just have to. Uh, I just have to do it. And uh, yeah, I just have to do it. So this is what sixty is gonna be doing. So anyway, I'll be at boot camp tomorrow. And then um, I've got some folks coming on today at 10.15 to talk about uh, the festival, the International Arts and Ideas Festivals, the community festivals that are happening. And these folks uh, have a traveling bench. My bench was supposed to be out there with them on Sunday. Uh, their bench is uh, a bench that people can ride on and sit on and uh, share what's on their hearts and minds. You know, it's like a mental health bench. And my bench was just going to be next to it doing some of the same kinds of stuff, but nobody was going to ride on it. Um, but because my schedule has broken out in such a way um, that I'm going to the uh, women's, the uh, Democratic Women's Luncheon Sunday, and then making my way to story week Sunday uh, evening. So, uh, so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get the, you know, coordinate all the bench stuff. And I wasn't going to leave my bench to people to do it. You know, I know that's a little bit of a control thing, but I'm not apologizing. <laughs> this is my bench. I want to, I don't want it to leave my site. Uh, like I don't want it to be where I'm not. So. Uh, so that part. So anyway, uh, that's, that's it. So they're coming on today to talk about this whole, uh, concept of the bench and, uh, mental health and, uh, uh we'll see. So I'm gonna, um, uh, wait to see what they say when they come on. I didn't uh I didn't I didn't post up who they are. So maybe I'll do that at the break, you know. So anyway. Uh Harry's off today. Well, he's lurking, but he's got uh Nora Nora is riding shotgun this morning. Thank you, Nora. And uh I don't know if Paul is out there doing uh word on the street, but Paul, I'm I'm back in the big chair. Uh I had to deal with some mother nature issues. <laughs> so I'm drinking, drinking a little water. Um, so that's what we got going on today. I am still uh, basking in Audra McDonald and her uh, performance for a Long Wharf Theater Gala. And uh, it was, uh, it was incredible. So, uh, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, foolishness in the background, 
about that, but uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a let it be what it be. I, I don't listen. I, I already know how people are. I know what people are. So I, I'm not gonna stress myself about it. I'm just gonna move on and uh, do what I do. <laughs> listen, I'm quite happy. Two weeks ago. Yesterday, I was celebrating my 60th birthday at Marrakesh with 24 amazing people. What's better than that? There's nothing better than that. And 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 they said some of the nicest, kindest things I've ever heard in my life to me in front of me. So I, there's nothing else. There, there's nothing else that anybody can say to me at this point that'll make me feel some kind of way about nothing. <laughs> I know who I am and I know whose I am. So there's that. So I'm 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 in my good space. I've been in a good space for quite some time. No, things are not perfect. And anybody seeking perfect perfection in anything is a fool. You know, you can't do nothing with perfection. You know, imperfections you can approve on. Perfection, what is there? So I, I don't have that. I'm not seeking that. So so yeah, so I I uh I'm still celebrating. I'm still thinking about life as a cabaret and how I incorporate that into my everyday language. <laughs> Tonight I'm going over to uh to the Yale Rep to uh to see the play. Um it ends. Okay, there's a lot of things that are coming to a close. And uh, I'm so happy to, uh, I'm so happy to, uh, to get to see things before they, before they go. So tonight we're going to go see the ripple, the wave that carried me home because it leaves on the 20th. So it leaves in about three days. So I'm glad I get to see it. It's at the Yale Rep. You can get tickets. There's still tickets. Just go to YaleRep.org. YaleRep.org get you some tickets. You don't want to miss this. The Ripple, The Way That Carried Me Home um, play. So I, I'm, I'm delighted to go see that tonight. Uh, I'm going to go see uh, uh, Live from the Edge at Space Ballroom, the Long Wharf Theater uh, 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 production by uh, Universes. So we're going to go see that Friday night uh, at 7 o'clock at Space Ballroom. Uh, you, there's still time to get tickets for that. I believe that leaves on the 21st, 20th or the 21st. So, so I'm hitting all the things and then I'm out of town. <laughs> so I'm going to the women's, uh, the democratic women's, uh, yes, yes. Yes, we are. Are you not listening? Yes. Oh, I have these nails that just get on my, my nerves. And uh, so yeah, so so that's 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 the weekend. And uh, I got a, a Azaria's bridal shower, and then I've got um, uh, Zoe's graduation party. So this is a this is a lot of weekend. And then and then it all slows down for Story Week. It all slows down deliberately for Story Week. I broke my my very nice fingernail, uh, and I'm I'm very bummed by that because these are really nice nails. And these are my nails. They've just grown very long. So 
Uh, so anyway, we're getting ready for Word on the Street. See who Paul has captured today. Okay, he was here. All right, he's coming back. Where'd he go? <laughs> All right, Paul will be back in a hot minute for uh, Word on the Street. We love Word on the Street. Okay. There we go. He's coming. Word on the street. Word on the street. Good morning. Good morning, Babs. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Where are you? <laughs> Sorry about those technical difficulties. It's windy here on Grand Avenue, but I'd like you to meet Bill Marie. Bill Marie and her granddaughter Delilah are outside Meat King at the old Ferraros. And Bill Marie is with her daughter, her granddaughter Delilah. Bill Marie said the factory shut down, right? Yeah. It's a granddaughter, not her daughter. And what, what's the word? Stay a little warm. We're going out here and making meatloaf today. You're I'm making meatloaf. Yes, I'm trying to get everything early so I can get done early. And I can relax for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> so do you care Do you care for Delilah every day? Every day. How old is she? So you came to meet King. You came out without any groceries. They didn't have ground beef for my meatloaf. They didn't so have I, ground beef at Meat King? Yeah, I guess I'm too early. It's called so, Meat King. I know. <laughs> they didn't have ground beef for Kifu now. Are you going <laughs> to Kifu? Yeah, to see if they have ground beef so I can get my meatloaf started. And so what time do you eat the meatloaf? Ah, uh, six. Oh, six? Yeah, six. Not early. I just like to have the ingredients so I don't have to come back out and try. After two o'clock, chaos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Does Delilah help you make the meatloaf, or do you keep her yes, busy? Yes, she does. She puts her hands on everything I do. So we you to like teach that? Her young. Yes. Or trying to teach her. Yes. When she get fired, she about to use my rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you kidding? No, you don't think she can? I think she can. She could. Now, how? Tell me what else you need for meatloaf. Do you make special meatloaf? Or um, no, I just put the meat, um, peppers, onions, egg. And that's it. My husband eats it with ketchup, so he does the ketchup afterwards. But my kids don't do ketchup. The kids don't do ketchup. <laughs> and what? And what time would you cook? I start like around three o'clock. Meatloaf is easy. It's only forty-five minutes to get done. So three o'clock by four, four thirty is done, and they could eat it if they want. Or so you're hoping to get home by ten, right? Oh yes. <laughs> so what do you and Delilah have planned? I love that she's running around the parking lot. She's very cute. We have to pick up all her toys that we left all over the backyard. Because uh -huh. we set up our pool yesterday, so we have to pick it up. And we thought it'd be warmer today, but no swimming today, right? It was not going to be no swimming to mid-July. <laughs> <laughs> Babs, can you hear us okay? Yes, I can hear you. Because <laughs> the wind is really rough. It is. So really now, how long have you been watching Delilah? Since she was born. Since she was born. Yes, and where yeah. do you live? I live on 79 Chamberlain Street. You live on Chamberlain Street. So does she live with you? No, she lives with her father. And where is that? He lives on Chapel Street. So do you pick her up in the morning? No, he drives her off. You got to get them <laughs> used to that. And where does he work? He works downtown, actually, in the Army Recruitment Center. He's a security guard there. So grandma's watching the kids so he can work. Yes. How do you feel about that? Well, I love my granddaughter. And her mom passed away two years ago, so I'm oh, here to sorry. help out in everything I can. Let's you know, there's so me. many grandparents who do watch their grandchildren. And I always wonder, you obviously love them so much. Yeah. Is it what you imagine doing now? Are you retired from a job? Yes, I'm retired. My husband is the one working, so I do have the time to take care of her, which is a privilege. I love it. And I see things I didn't see with my, with my Tell children. me about that. What do you see? I get to see her play more. See, with my children, I was working more. 
with her, I get to see her play, see her grow, see her every movement. That's an upside. Yes. I do that with my children. So let me ask you something because I'm a grandparent too. <laughs> so I find that after we raised our own kids, there are things we didn't know then we know now. But <laughs> at least in my case, we don't have anywhere near the energy we used to have, right? So what's that like for you with the energy with Delilah all day? Exhausting, but I have a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old that help me out a lot. But they don't exhaust you? Well, they don't. She does. Uh-huh. <laughs> and where do, you, where do you 14 and 16-year-old go to school? They go, one goes to co-op and one goes to Betsy Rose. So they come home and they help with Delilah? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they pitch into the father. Uh -huh. But they're they're help. They're a big help. Thank God I have them. And she has an aunt too. I have my other daughter. And where does she live? She lives on Main Street. So she picks her up every Wednesday. When today is Wednesday, and I'm crossing my fingers, come get your aunt. What time? It's like around twelve o'clock. Oh, what does she do with her? Um, I have the slightest idea. I drive my daughter. My granddaughter drives the bonkers. So in other words, you have she has an aunt who also helps. Yes. Yes. And I'm getting confused about the aunt. Your daughter? Yes. What's her name? Clara Mark. And what does she do for a living? She works for Amazon, actually. <laughs> but she has time on Wednesdays. Wednesdays are her days off. So to help me, she takes her one day out of the week because I have her five days. <laughs> so it seems to me that a family is pulling together yes. to help raise Delilah yes. when Delilah's mom died early. Yes, and that's sad she died early. 21 years old. What happened? She died in a motorcycle accident on Dixon Avenue. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. And it seems like it's kind of beautiful the way the family came together yeah, to raise her. Yeah, her other side of the family actually helps out too, thank God. But, but it yeah. seems to me you were in such a good mood with her this morning. <laughs> I'm always in a good mood with her. She'll drive me nuts if you're not. And, and, but you were so happy when you came out of the store. She seems really happy. Yeah, she's, she's, she's my reason for keep going. Bill Marie, you're going strong. Yes, very true. Babs, any questions for Bill Marie? Do you shop at Meat King often? Is that your yes. place to go? Yes. How often do you go? I come at least twice a week. Is it better than Ferraro? <laughs> to me, it will forever be Ferraro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. For everybody, it will be. And now it's Seatown, too. It's confusing. Now it's Seatown, yeah. Are you going to go to Key, which was Seatown? I <laughs> <laughs> get that straight. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, Babs, did you have anything else you want to ask or should we let her No, get have off? a have a good day. Have a good day. You have a beautiful rest of the day, too. So, Babs, this is Paul and Bill Marie and Delilah, although you can't see her. She's running all over the parking lot, mm -hmm. signing off from Meet King for Love, Babs, Bye. Love Talk at WNHH, Stu Avon's home Bye. for Community Radio. Wow. That is a testament to family, you know, and... uh I'm glad that Delilah has a whole family surrounding her because, you know, uh, losing one's mother, no matter what age, is quite traumatic. Um, and to be so young, I mean, young, she's not even school age. So, you know, uh, but thank God there's a whole family in place to, uh, to uh, jump in and see to it that she... Uh, thrives and prospers that's a that's a wonderful testament to uh family so hooray 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 uh and thank you paul for always bringing the most interesting people 
uh, to the show. And, you know, that gives you something to think about. Now, I, I never shopped at Ferraro's, uh, m- mostly because I didn't live on that side of town. And uh, and I never just I just never went over to Ferraro's. But I know people in that neighborhood swear by Ferraro's, you know, but now Ferraro's is out there in North Haven next to uh, Target. So I th- I, so I bet they have a they have a different a, a majority different clientele. But I bet you folks who like them go out there because they just like they just liked it. So uh so I I would bet some of their old customers make their way make their way uh to the North Haven store. I, I, I would put some money on that. Some of the some of the old long standing customers who, you know, you know how we do. We like what we like. And, uh, and if Ferraro's was your thing, then you're going to follow it wherever, right? Like you're just going to gonna go wherever it is. So forgive me. I'm, I'm messing around picking up loose jewelry off my desk <laughs> that has fallen behind because I feel like there's so many pieces that I need to need to grab anyway uh yeah i'm feeling a little queasy this morning uh i mean i ate all right yesterday which is just fine but you know just feel a little little queasy and uh and every morning i get up i was like oh you know what it'd be nice be nice to have some breakfast i'm not making any breakfast you know what i mean like let me that's why I'm looking forward to story week because I'll get I'll get uh I'll get three meals a day. <laughs> I'll get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'll get three meals a day. And uh three meals a day, and that'll be nice. And it'll be like well, well thought out, well cooked food, you know. So We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but there's a lot going on. You know, we're getting geared up. Summer is coming. Although the weather, it's going to be very cold in the next few mornings. Oh, I'm not in the mood for this. Seriously, 20 degrees, 30 degrees. I don't know. I'm ready for the weather to settle in. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm ready for it to settle in. Um, but you know, there's some traveling in my future, and I'm, I'm delighted. And uh, thinking about where else we could go. Um, definitely, uh, we saw some stuff on Kigali. Um, the African Network is uh, hosting a, uh, uh, a. a the African Leadership Network, um, they are uh, annual gathering uh, December and uh, November 8th through the 11th in Kigali, Rwanda. And uh, I'm seriously considering going to that in November. You know, I really seriously considering. I, I think the last time that they gathered was pre-pandemic. So that was like three years ago. 
because the pictures are up. Uh, and my my good friend, Dr. Deco Muhammad, is, uh, you know, she's in Africa and uh, she went. And I think this is the thing that Eric Clemens went to, too. Uh, the the uh, in, in, Well, they're, they're showing pictures from 2017, 2019. I think he went in 2019. So, uh, uh, so I, I really would love to go and just be in the space and just talk to people and listen to people. You know, so that's what that's what I want to do. <laughs> so I think they were in Ghana in 2019. So. Uh, but this year they're going to be in Kigali and. Uh, I, I definitely want to go. I definitely want to be there. So they've been doing this for quite some time. Because I'm looking at the pictures from 2014 and, you know, 2017. And so so they just put the announcement out that uh, it's going to be in Kigali, Rwanda. And, you know, Kigali, Rwanda is where I want to go visit because I would love to live there part time. And uh, and be a part of that. Be a part of that. So we'll see how this all plays out. Listen, I'm in the season of dreams coming true. <laughs> I am in the season of dreams coming true. So I'm I'm about it. And uh I'm I'm excited. So so we'll see. So uh I got to hold on to my pennies best I can. Try try socking away. I mean, I'm already I'm already going to uh uh Senegal in February. So I need to uh I need to figure out that flight situation. Uh uh flights to Dakar. And uh see what that looks like. And uh if I could fly business class, that would be really nice. Cause you know, I don't. I want to fly in a much more comfortable way, uh, you know, than uh, uh, economy on long flight. Who cares about economy? You know, when you're like around. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're, uh, you know, domestic. Um, so, so we'll see. That's and that's a long flight. A long flight. And you know, you just wanna you wanna uh you wanna be comfortable as possible. Uh so that uh Um, it it's enjoyable, <laughs> you know. You you just wanna, you just want it to be uh uh. You want to be comfortable, and you know I I'm a uh, I'm a big I'm a big woman, so I don't want to be a. 
I don't want to be uh, folded up. So, you know, I want to be comfortable. I want to arrive rested and not like tight, you know. That's all. That that's 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 what I'm thinking. And uh so yeah, I'm looking at some flight prices. I might have to go ahead and book these. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm looking at flights now. This is the beauty of having a, a handheld computer. You can just look at all kinds of stuff. Uh so I could fly out of Bradley and uh that might not be a bad idea. Uh, that might not be a bad idea. So there's no direct flights. You're, you're, you're going to have to stop, which is, um, which is fine. Uh, well, there's like, you could fly out of Bradley and stop at JFK and then fly. Or I could just go to JFK and, uh, hmm, interesting. Either way, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a 20 hour trip. I mean, that's just what it is. So anyway, uh, we'll make it work. I, I'm looking forward to like delving into that. And uh, and getting a sense of that, so, uh, I, I'm, I'm I think farmers markets kick off back in June, start up again in June. You know, as a single woman, um, it is challenging to to keep fresh vegetables in the in the house because I I don't I don't cook like I used to cook, and I uh, and things will go bad rather quickly. So I'm I'm trying to figure that out a little bit better, you know. Um, there's all kinds of tips to keep food fresh. I'm thinking about that, you know. Uh, uh, I'm gonna start uh, paring down some things. Clothes. I have a lot of clothes. A lot of clothes. A lot. And I think it's time to uh, relieve myself of some of them. Uh, because you know, there is something to be said about you want new things. You cannot buy new things while you're holding on to old things. And I, you know, I, I, I am acutely aware of that. Um, uh, and and it's not that I want to hold on to things. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's the God's honest truth. That uh, I, I don't want to do it. And uh, so. Uh, but I have to change that mindset and uh, get myself uh, into a into a place where uh, um, I could just tackle it and just like shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, stop whining, get over it. And uh, and just get on with it. So, so I'm thinking about that kind of stuff. You know, uh, what needs to happen. And then, uh, 
you know, just un, uh, pack away the winter things. Although the next couple of days, it's gonna be a little cold. And then, uh, and, 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 ooh. <laughs> you know, just when you think we're done with this weather, it just comes back around. And it's May, like, come on. That was like late May. It's almost June. We're still having these bouts of cold weather. That's annoying to me. You know, quite annoying. So, but anyway, now I got now I gotta go find my workout clothes and pull some stuff out so I can be ready in the morning. Oh my God. Holy cow, holy cow, holy cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, that's fine. You know, uh, I, I am a morning person anyway. So it's not that I can't get up in the morning. I'm already up. Uh, what I don't want to have to, what, what I think I'm resisting is getting in my car and driving somewhere. But, you know, once once I do it, I do it and it's done. And, you know, that time in the morning, it should the streets are easy because they're not crowded. You know what I mean? Like there are no school buses at five, five in the morning. You know, not now I'm not knocking school buses. I'm just saying when when you get caught up in that school bus traffic, you know, it is a it is an exercise in patience. And rightly so, because you know, they're dropping picking kids up or dropping kids off. And and you can't, you gotta, you gotta look out. You gotta look out for these children like you would your own children. So that that's my point. That is my point. So anyway, uh, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. So I was trying to figure out who am I talking to this morning uh, at 10.15. This is a, you know, ah, I didn't, uh, I didn't write it in my calendar because I was waiting for them to respond. And then they responded. Uh, yes. In the affirmative. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, Cause normally I, I would post up who was coming on the show, but if they don't confirm until the last minute, there's not too much I could do except, uh, you know, try to try to make the best of it. And, uh, you know, I've got so many things to do. I think what I will do, because uh, I, I still have to study for the LSAT. Uh, and, you know, the more that I think about this LSAT, the more that uh, I feel confident that it's going to be all right. That's it. Like the more I, the more I think about it, just the more it's going to be all right. So, uh, oh yes, uh, Lorena. So Lorena Mitchell and uh, Tiffany Williams are coming on. And they're coming on uh, for the festival stuff. So, uh, so for the Newhall Festival. Okay. And uh, so... 
Kyle Peterson, Tiffany Williams. So this is a, a group of folks in, and, uh, and some other folks. So they're gathering. Uh, I don't even know how to write this up, but I, I will in a minute because uh, they'll be on. And uh, and I, I'm happy to uh, um, I'm happy to uh, talk to them about what their thinking is. So 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 they're all coming on, and that's exciting. That's delightful. So um, I'm just gonna. It's gonna make all of this, um, and I think her name is uh, Lorena. So Lorena is coming on. Lorena Mitchell, Tiffany Williams. So that's my my chat this morning at ten fifteen. I'm delighted, delighted. So. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm excited by that and, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a wonderful conversation. So anyway, uh, that's my story and, uh, that's what we're going to do. So. Uh, we're gonna in about eight minutes. I'm gonna take a break, and uh, we will uh, catch up with people and uh, have this conversation about the uh, friendship bench. Right? I love this concept very much, and they reached out to me, which is very nice because they came. They came over to a creative arts workshop, and. Uh, saw my my piece that was part of um saw my piece and was part of the exhibit at the creative arts workshop and uh and they just loved it and then they asked me to be a part of their you know they're taking their benches around to the different parks um uh, festivals to engage people you know it's really uh, the undercurrent is mental health to engage people to sort of connect and share their feelings, talk about what's happening to them or or whatever, whatever is happening. No specific thing, just a way of connecting. Uh so I'm I'm uh I'm I'm very happy about that. So and I and, you know ordinarily I jump at that and I did jump at it, but I got so many other things going on for the weekend that and that bench is heavy. But and they said we'll you know we'll bring people to bring it over, you know, and it's just up the street. So, but I'm gonna miss the festival. So, so that's really it in a nutshell. I'm gonna miss the festival. And I had already said no to um being the MC for it. So that's all right. You know, sometimes uh, it comes back around. And uh, listen, there'll be other opportunities. Uh, you know, uh, to uh, 
to showcase my neighborhood. I met some people. Uh, I saw some folks at. Um, <laughs> I saw some folks at Audra McDonald who did not who did not know I have moved out of Beaver Hill. I didn't say anything. I just let them go on about you know we're neighbors and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just I just uh, you know they talked about how I was their older person. And these are people who, you know, when the scandal broke, had no kind words for me. So I was shocked, like, when they were, like, talking to me. I, I was standing there, I was, like, looking around, like, are they, are they talking to me? Because <laughs> so I guess people, people forget. I mean, they, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not judging it. I'm just saying I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, I, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna leave it alone. <laughs> but it, it, it tickled me that they were having this whole conversation. They were just engaging me in conversation. I was like, okay, all right, uh. Uh, you know, so, uh, what, what are you going to do? Enough time has passed. And I, and I'm always saying that too, like it's been a long time, you know, uh, and, uh, I'm going to, uh, I, I'm just going to receive it. Yeah, you, know, you know, I folks say I'm just I'm, I was gonna receive it uh, as a sign from uh, you know uh, so uh, that's all. <laughs> I I was I was taken aback. I will. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Okay, people, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. And uh, I just let it alone. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, I like the idea that there's there's an article up about the the Hill Festival and the and the um bit the friendship benches are centered in some of the pictures. So, uh, uh, so it's a it's a wonderful idea and concept. As long as they don't, um, you know, try to force people to have forced sharing things. If they allow them to, uh, you know, organically and authentically, you know show up so we'll see uh, but the, the concept is a good one and uh and I, I i i it looks like people are are embracing them so so if you're around sunday okay all right harry good luck <laughs> <laughs>
do what they tell you. I, I know it's hard for you. <laughs> I, I know it's hard for you to do what you're told. Do what you're told. And uh, be nice. That's all I'm saying. So. Uh, anyway. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. So Harry's getting ready to have. Um, uh, he's getting ready to have. Um, knee surgery. He's got to have both knees done, but you know, Harry is anxious to do everything everywhere all at once. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm always encouraging him to like, okay, I know you want to do stuff, little bunny. <laughs> I used to say that to my children. Okay, little bunnies, you know, come on. <laughs> be nice and uh, uh, yeah so um, so Nora we're going to take a break we're going to come back at 10.15 I'm, I'm going to have as my guest Kyle Penderson from CMHC Tiffany Williams from Haven Arts Park uh, Laura uh, Tressman from Makehaven and uh, Lorna Mitchell from uh, Government. <laughs> I'll be back at 10.15. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. distant shores I've been waiting wanting more for the whole night and it ain't right I've been singing what's on my mind trying to explain what can't be defined and for so long it's been so strong suddenly it's clear now that I can hear These love notes, the ones that I wrote Oh, these melodies, here are some memories And these love notes, I found in an old coat Mean something new, all because of
looking for inspiration I need a little help, someone to lean on Can you hear me? Come near me I've been dreaming my angel will come But I never expected that you'd be the one Now I've found you I wanna stay around you Suddenly it's clear Now that I can hear These love notes The ones that I wrote Oh, these melodies Here are some memories These love notes I found in an old coat Means something new All because of you
relax and I hope you don't overreact when my body collapses I've been wandering hoping to find my own place on this planet I've been up in the middle of it, I've been up in the middle of it, in the middle earth I've been nothing but real with you, I've been nothing but real with you Slipping my way through the cracks and I hope you don't overreact when my body collapses I've been wandering hoping to find my own place on this planet I've been up in the middle of it, I've been up in the middle of it, in the middle of it I've been nothing but real with you, I've been nothing but real with you, to the dirt Dishonesty overrated how many times have I said the same thing in new ways Start to think it's the way that my life's gonna be and I guess that's okay Wanted to be a grunge singer when I was a child Grew up fast and wild Now the crow's free to crawl and all over my face every time that I smile What you know about being decapitated while your body still rolls around endlessly Is there a way for me to face my infinite demons and maintain a sense of stability? Hustling for pennies like I was still 14, I ain't ready to grow up just wasn't made for these times Realize I will never blow up and that's fine I'm not Kobe, no Cornell or Lane I'm just floating inside my own lane Every word that I'm singing is plain Just hoping that someone out there can relate In the times when I hate my brain When I drive directly into trees Think of six million ways to stop breathing But my heart is pounding from the anxiety Every year it gets sadder and fatter To the point that you realize none of it matters much For the minutes we have on this planet We're seeking love and that's more than enough Call it what you want, call it God, call it your freedom That connection between living beings is a powerful thing And that's real to us Slipping my way through the cracks, slipping my way through the cracks Slipping my way through the cracks, slipping my way through the cracks And I know she don't love me like that, and I know she don't love me like that Not the gay nor the lady, maybe neither of them gonna love me back, no Slipping my way through the cracks, slipping my way through the cracks Slipping my way through the cracks, slipping my way through the cracks And I know she don't love me like that, and I know she don't love me like that Not the gay nor the lady Neither of them gonna love me back, nah Yeah, I am a middle child it took me a little while to stop trying to get the approval of others It's better than living life in denial My worst fears to be middling And my nightmares, I'm a kid again And my teacher is asking my chosen career I deceive her cause that's what adults wanna hear They like doctors, firefighters Not a future that's odd like it's Tyler's It's probably a sign I can't lie through my teeth I was missing my two front incisors But now I sing my canine And the sound rhymes like they steak knives Anxiety tried me, I've died been revived So I'm trying to hold on to my eight lives And I cannot pretend and I could handle it if I ended up in middle management Yeah, I have to be found in love with something I love If I'm burning both ends of my candlestick And even then, I'm a little car Busy giving birth to a great tale To my biggest fans, I am Joan of Arc Walking Middle Earth in my chain mail, yeah Slipping my way through the cracks And I hope you don't overreact when my body collapses I've been wandering, hoping to find my own place on this planet I've been up in the middle of it, I've been up in the middle of it, in the middle of it I've been nothing but real with you, I've been nothing but real with you Slipping my way through the cracks and I hope you don't overreact when my body collapses I've been wandering hoping to find my own place on this planet I've been up in the middle of it, I've been up in the middle of it, in the middle of it I've been nothing but real with you, I've been nothing but real with you, to the dirt
This is Harry Droz and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Man in the group home down the street from me Waves every time I drive by And I roll down the window to raise up my hand And we flash each other the peace sign And it flows like a river the same way every day And I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life Who waves to you and makes you feel fine And the old woman who works in the grocery store I can tell has the hearts for me She blinks her fake eyelashes slowly And clicks her gum in a seductive way And it flows like a river the same way every day And I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life Who winks at you and makes you feel fine Cause it's a long way down the river And it's a long way home And I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun tall house next door to me walks his old dog every day and I watch as he walks by my window and one day I'm gonna say hey and it flows like a river the same way every day and I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life to say hey to and make feel fine Cause it's a long way down the river And it's a long way home And I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun Yes, I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun Oh, oh, oh. 
Woo! Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Bass, Love Talk on Bass Rose Ivy. Good morning! <laughs> Good morning. Welcome. Great to see you, Babs. Thank you it so much nice for having us. Oh my God, this is so great. I just posted up the show because I didn't have a formal flyer to talk about. What are we talking about? So, I want to put all their names up there and, and say, hey, Lua, how are you? Hey, good to see you. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. I know, I know, I know. Well, soon we'll be connected again by benches. I know, and you know, it's unfortunate. Unfortunate, I won't be able to be there this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm uh, I'm a little bummed by that. But um, well, sometime this summer then. Sometime this summer, because I, I love. Okay, there we go. Because I, I, uh, I, I fully believe that. Um, uh, that that whole bench concept is is a real thing. So first of all, let me let me welcome the people who are listening. Welcome to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy, and uh, this morning I am uh, delighted to have all these folks on to talk about <laughs> the friendship benches. So Laura from Make Haven, um, Lorena Mitchell from no, not Arts in the Park, but. I'm from the city of New Haven. City of New Haven. Yep, Office of Mental Health Initiatives. Yes. And? And I'm Joaquin Soto from Haven Arts Park. Yes. And Kyle Penderson from? uh, Connecticut Mental Health Center. I was just going to say Connecticut Mental Health Center. So, so, So talk to me about the concept of the friendship bench. Uh, I can start and I'll have the team should feel free to chime in. The Friendship Bench was actually developed in Zimbabwe as an intervention to bridge the mental health treatment gap. Um, I mean, in the U.S., but in in many places, um, there's a shortage of professionals, of clinicians, and um, there are still uh, major mental health challenges that these communities have to overcome. And so the idea of the Friendship Bench was to create a place where uh, community members could come and sit. And instead of talking to um, a clinician, in fact, they would be talking to a community member. And in the case of Zimbabwe, it was grandmothers who went through. Um, just sort of a a brief training intervention of of how to, um, you know, counsel people who might be in need, um, how to ask open-ended questions, things that are intuitive, but having a little bit of of training helps. And then these grannies, as they were, were called, would sit on these identified benches and community members would know that they could go there and have a conversation, uh, have a confidential conversation about whatever challenges they were facing and the grannies would be able to counsel them. Uh, And so it was a way to overcome some of the barriers that people have to accessing more formal treatment. And what we know is that for so many people, you don't actually need to see a psychiatrist or a licensed clinician, but the, the fact of just having a, a meaningful conversation and connecting to somebody and having somebody with even just a little bit of training um, listen to you and counsel you can really make an impact. So, um, Laura, what is your relationship? Because I know you're from Make Haven. I don't know if Make Haven is about mental health, 
but I know y'all make stuff. So are y'all charged with making the benches or, or what's your relationship to this, to this partnership? Yeah. Um, I think I don't know, a year, maybe over a year ago, Lorena sent me the idea of the friendship conversation benches. And I'm always excited by the idea of more benches. I think our city has a severe shortage of, of public benches. Um, you know, places just along the, um, the streetscape to sit, you know, and, and eat ice cream and chat with a friend and wait for a bus. And, you know, I, I, I think benches have sort of been removed as a part of, well, a lot of things going on in our city. Well, yeah, Uh, they've been removed because of homelessness and drugs and all. I mean, I, you know, they think that that's a way to solve the problem. Like we'll just remove the things, you know, that sort of. Yeah. So obviously that's <laughs> sad in, in 10 different ways. Um, and so I was really excited by the idea of, of helping to make benches, especially benches that had a, you know, a, a purpose and a direction. Um, Cause I think, you know, how, how cool is that to help foster community and interaction and, and meeting people and, and important conversations. Um, but it wasn't until Tiffany with Haven Arts Park reached out to talk about the work that they all are doing, that it occurred to me to put her in touch with Lorena about that bench idea. And um, and that's sort of, you know, between them is where the magic happened. And then a little while later, they reached out to see if I at Maycaven would be interested in, in helping to make the benches. So that is my, um, my role has, has been to help help build the benches. And uh, yeah, it's been really exciting to come up with a design with the team and then figure out how to make it efficiently. We're actually right now in the process of, of painting benches. And you can't tell we're at Maycaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this I can is. tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're using, we're taking advantage of this lovely day to do some painting. Um, there's, I believe, the hill in New Hallville arts and ideas pop-up festivals this weekend. So we're excited to have benches ready for those. Now, do you leave the benches there after the fact or do you take them? No, the hope is to build a partnership with the, you know, with that host community and and find a spot that we can leave the bench so that it remains a part of the community. Um, And then, you know, obviously the hope is that this is just the beginning of a a bigger wave of, of friendship benches that we can help to, you know, foster around the city. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I've been excited to help with, with the stage. And then I think if, if we do keep going and make more benches, it'll be great to, to find a bigger team of people who are excited to, you know, get paid to make the benches and, and turn this into a more, um, long-term sustainable initiative. I love it. So, so Kyle, how did they rook you in? <laughs> I was the original earworm that he planted friendship benches. Yeah, yeah. So we um we first learned about friendship benches um when we learned about a project in New York City called Thrive New York City, um, a major initiative that um, First Lady Shirlane McRae undertook in the city to bring a more um, population health approach to community mental health. So not just about driving people into clinical services, but how can you change your community so that it supports mental health and well-being? And 
one of the projects that they had was friendship benches that they were putting around the city in different places. Um, very striking orange color, similar to ours, um, um, a different kind of design. They were also bringing them into parts of the city where something, um, where uh, some kind of violence, gun violence or otherwise had happened to provide support in that neighborhood in the ways that Lorena was describing, um, just having people who could um, sit there and have conversations with people who are, you know, in distress or, um, you know, feeling overwhelmed and need someone to talk to. So we've been holding on to this idea for a long time, but the stars aligned. I think, Babs, when you, your article about the um, art exhibit talked about the benches, and then we reached out to you, and then Tiffany came in, Adrian Jefferson hooked us up with her as well. So lots of parts and pieces just um, made it seem right. And then the idea of being able to try this out at the pop-up festival seemed like a good thing. So we're bringing them to the festival so people can see it, experience it, try it out. Um, and then we'll see what happens from there. And um, all the partners have been fantastic. Tiffany um, Williams has been phenomenal and their mission of Haven Arts Park is very much in line with the spirit of this project. And so we're really great to have a, a lead um, partner on this in them. Oh, I, 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 I love this because you know what we've learned as we come out from underneath the pandemic is mm -hmm. that we we've learned so much about um uh, what happens to people in mental health situations than we've ever learned before like mm -hmm. the pandemic has really just illuminated so many things in society that we we kind of had an, an idea about but we didn't really know and so um this idea of of something simple as having an opportunity for people to sit on a bench and connect with each other uh, resonated greatly with me. My bench is inspired by a bench that the artist uh, Linda uh, Mickens made, and it was hers is an angel bench. Hence, mm -hmm. that's why it looks, you know, the wink, the beaded wings, and all of that. Uh, it was an angel bench, and I, as a spiritual director, I knew I knew the power of just sitting with somebody um, can go a long way. Like sometimes it's not a conversation. Sometimes you just, somebody just needs to know that somebody is near them so mm. that it could calm and assuage their, their mm. whatever is going on. And so, and then here y'all come talking about, oh, we're going to do this, this, this. And I was delighted because I think this is the beginning of fighting back against this epidemic of loneliness yeah. and disconnection mm -hmm. that we're seeing. In the age of all this technology, mm -hmm. people are far more disconnected than they've ever been in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. And so these benches, I think, uh, uh, will will go a long way with trying to fill in those gaps. So, mm -hmm. so does, when you, when you, when you did, how, how did you figure out how to design a bench? Like, was there some rules that <laughs> city hall give you a hard time? Did, you know, like, how do you decide what makes sense and, and what can last? I think there were a few considerations um, that went into the, you know, into the, the, the design process. Um, I think from my perspective, like a few of the things that I was trying to consider were uh, the, the ease of building it, you know, and, and so that's why we ended up with wood versus steel or, you know, other plastics, things that that are a little bit harder to put together quickly, um, but balanced with longevity. So, it, you know, they're made out of pressure treated wood that should, you know, 
last for, for a while. Um, I think the design that we landed on after looking at lots of different bench designs, and I, I was lucky over this, this spring to get to travel to Mexico City where they just have so many incredible benches. So I, I think I took 30 pictures of all different amazing benches along the streets. Um, and then, uh, and obviously the internet. And I think honestly, we, the, the design that we ended up going with was, I, you know, I, I found the, the image for on the internet and then came up with our own dimensions and proportions based on kind of what we thought would make sense for a bench that we wanted two people to be able to comfortably sit on without feeling squished together or having an awkward distance between them. Um, and I think I think the design we landed on is fairly elegant. It's pretty easy to make, and it also is like kind of distinctive looking. You know, you can tell it's a little bit. It's not it's not quite a normal bench design. Um, so I'm I'm pretty happy with where we ended up, and it's pretty easy to make from a bunch of two by tens. So you get pretty much one piece of lumber from the lumber yard, and and can cut it up and and make it. So hopefully, if we do make more in the future, it'll be relatively easy to to expand. Mm-hmm. And so you leave them in place, leave them in place. Yes, we'll leave them. And, you know, the beautiful thing about this project, there's friendship benches all across the U.S., all across the world. And it's really amazing to see how New Haven has made friendship benches our own. And I think it's really unique that where we have such a strong sort of artistic uh, element to our friendship benches. And it's it's really a testament to our artistic community in New Haven and Haven Arts Park and, and Make Haven. Um, because even in our conversation with you, Babs, like from the beginning, when we were talking about friendship benches, like it was clear that we needed uh, the creative element. And it was our artist community that was like, let's, let's build these, like, let's design them, let's make them beautiful. Like it's about creativity and expression and that is an essential element to healing and community mm. I, I i i like that very much so so young man so what what is your role in all of this and, yeah, and how did um, you come to this um so haven arts park is a project that has grown since uh, summer of 2021 i was part of the founding team uh i'm in college right now one year from graduating um so Woo-hoo! i've been in new haven uh <laughs> happy to I can't wait to graduate. And, and I know it. your parents can't wait either. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the the idea and how Haven Arts Park came to, to the Friendship Bench Project, uh, Bench Haven, is that in the way that we started, we've always been a space-making project. Our mission is to come, um, I mean, we've partnered with the city since the beginning, and we're in the trajectory to building an art park um, for arts healing in the city of New Haven. So we have really? a few locations. Yeah, we have a few locations we're looking at. And um, it's a very early on project that before the park even is built, uh, we've done a, a few space making projects in the city to kind of give a hint of what's to come in this park and what kind of energy we want to bring there. So um you know, we've done a few right now. There's a multi-sided art exhibition that we're doing and in, in a few cafes. And that's sort of what we're putting out in terms of the arts um, in the city. But I think the Bench Haven project is very aligned with like how just elements of a park could be um, nourishing, a nourishing congregational space for community members to come and heal, um, but also through the arts. If they want to paint on the bench and they want to do their own design on it, it's sort of how we started with um, 
from the beginning of the organization with something called diary discs, which were um, these kind of uh, huge uh, six foot diameter discs in the city that were kind of journals. And this bench uh, project is kind of uh, a second step for us after diary discs when we know already and have decided on the art park project an idea of, of space making. I think uh, the benches is kind of just the one little ingredient of what we we're trying to bring in this Haven Arts Park. So that's kind of uh, how, uh, you know, we've came into the project that's Haven Arts Park. And I myself haven't been involved in Bench Haven throughout the process. It's been Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany Williams was our executive director at Haven Arts Park. Um, I've been, I'm a managing director. I've been heavily involved in all the art stuff. So the art drops, uh, which is called the sense of place. Um, it's kind of the exhibition I've been focusing on, but um, very, very passionate about space making projects. And that's how we came to, to this one uh, with Haven Arts Park. Thank you. So Kyle, does this, do these kinds of efforts help normalize mental health conversations? Do people feel, do do I mean, this is quite, I think this is innovative and different mm -hmm. than, you know, mm -hmm. come see a therapist, sit on a couch yeah. and talk. This yeah. seems very like we outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that about being outside because I think that's also a big part of it. Like, I think, you know, you mentioned earlier what we've learned from the pandemic. We've learned how valuable the outdoor space is for our health. Um, it's not incidental. It's essential. Um, and so the idea that you can sit on a bench outdoors and talk to somebody is really incredible. Um, yeah, I think this project represents the best move forward for mental health, not just normalizing it, but I think like what you were saying earlier, Babs, about addressing the 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 real prevalent loneliness that people experience, you know. Um, and so, you know, as Lorena was saying earlier, not everyone is going to need clinical care. You might be struggling with some form of depression. It doesn't mean that you're going to have to go see a therapist, but you do need to do something, um, whether it's sitting on a bench with someone and just being in close proximity, as you were saying, or you actually talk with someone or you get some advice. Um, we know that mental health touches all of us very closely. It's either in our own lives or in the lives of someone that we know who's near and dear to us. So anything that we can do to um, make space and make opportunities for people to heal is, uh, I think, a real positive step. Mm. So, so Lorena, what what is your what is your ultimate vision for 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 this? Because you seem quite passionate about this, and it's exciting to 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 be a part of 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 this kind of. I, I guess other people around the world have already started doing this and it's new to us in New Haven. Uh, yeah. where, where do you see this going? Oh, so many directions. I think that's what's beautiful about this partnership is we really can grow this in, in so many different ways. And I think to your earlier question and, and Kyle's, um, what Kyle was just saying, like, I think first and foremost, this can be a destigmatizing project and really in, in so many small ways, like making it okay to talk about the challenges that you're going through and to normalize these conversations and also to recognize, you know, the traditional one-on-one -on -one therapy is not going to work for every community community member, whether it's because they can't afford it or because they don't have access to it, or they don't have a clinician that looks like them. 
Like there are other ways that we can support mental health and support healing in our communities. And I think we really need to be innovative if we're going to overcome the challenges that we're seeing. And part of that innovation is partnering with the arts. Like it's such an obvious and intuitive alignment. And so, um, you know, hand in hand with destigmatizing and building awareness, it's, it's building more relationships across sectors and with, with new partners um, to talk about healing and mental health and even have these, you know, my background is as a clinician and I've already learned so much about how we can have these conversations in different ways and use different language and be in different spaces. So it's also about learning from one another. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited to bring this to the community and see also, you know, what feedback they give us about, about this project. So, so you got one bench out there mm-hmm. in, in the hill. Is it the hill? The hill, that's where you started? Fairhaven. Oh, I'm sorry, Fairhaven. Yeah. Okay. So you got one bench in Fairhaven. And I saw the pictures, people riding on them and all mm-hmm. sort of kind of stuff. So what was that experience like? Like you see it there, it's there, and people seem to 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 like it. So what what does that feel like? Well, I wish Tiffany was here because she was yeah. actually the person um, at the Fairhaven Festival and she was really uh, the one on the ground that day. Uh, we'll have to get back to you after okay. this weekend's festivals. <laughs> I, I, I do have a great story from Tiffany. So she was there and a lot of kids swarming around that. And she invited them with the, with the markers that she had to write affirmations on the bench. And one of the things she told us is that they they got right on it. They knew exactly what she was talking about. Um, they knew what affirmations were. They were excited to do that. So it it helps connect in different ways and helps draw out people's strengths and their interest. Um, so when she was you know describing that story to us, it was just really, really wonderful. And that oh, then I... just to stay with the school. Oh, okay. And yeah. and and kids can sit on it. Anybody can sit on it. It's mm-hmm. accessible, like it's not chained off. Because, you know, we yeah. like to change stuff off in this right. town. <laughs> so it says Bench Haven on it. And it has a, a nice QR code that you can scan that tells you more about the project. And gives Oh, that's you some... good. Because I was wondering, when you put these benches up, how will people know the story or the history? And I was thinking, you know, I'm old school, Kyle. I was thinking you put a plaque on it. But right. now you just put a, a God honest QR code. And you just put your <laughs> little phone and it all comes up. So you see how old I am, right? So. Yeah. Um, okay, that's wonderful. So each bench will have its own flavor for the neighborhood that it's going to be in. Is that how is that the thinking? Yeah, yeah. The it, same base. Go ahead, Lior. Well, I think so. Right now, we're the <laughs> the base model, so to speak, is fairly consistent from one community to the next. What 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 we what we bring, uh, but I think it certainly, at least for the pop up festivals. Each community will get the opportunity at that festival to customize it to their heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to go by and you know see your kids' handwriting on the bench or your handwriting. Um, I don't think we've gotten to the point yet. I think I think and having helped to organize the pop-up festivals in the past, like I can justify it. It's it's a lot of work, and the committees that are working on it are really focused on having successful festivals. So we reached out, you know, to get their support um, and they were excited about it, but I don't think they had the bandwidth to really lend uh, design input. Um, 
So we, we did seek that out in the hopes that, you know, we could further customize the benches, but I think they're all just delighted to be able to have a bench and then any customization will be able to happen the day of. I like that. That's, that's very community focused. I think like you're not giving them something that you think is what I think right. you should have. They get yeah. to put and what I they think want it'll be on nice it. For, I mean, part of the idea is that as the community learns what these benches are and what they're about and what they're for, you need to be able to recognize them to know what it is. Um, and so having a little consistency between them, I think, I think will be useful so that when you're walking in a, in a new neighborhood and you see a, a different orange bench, you're like, oh, that's the friendship bench. You know, and I, I, I know that if I see someone sitting there, I can feel comfortable sitting down and having a conversation with them. Um, so I think that consistency with some customization is a nice balance between the two. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, I love that this is part of the Arts and Ideas Festival, the International mm-hmm. Festival of Arts and Ideas. Uh, was that purposeful? I, I mean, I imagine it is, but you know, this this speaks to art and ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's a, a natural alignment, and you know what I've learned from community mental health work is like, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, like rely on the structures that already exist, rely on the networks and the events and the organizations that already exist and use that to amplify messages of healing and mental health. And so, um, you know, arts and ideas is, is such a, a huge part of summer in New Haven. And so it felt really natural to, um, to collaborate and we're so grateful for their collaboration. Yeah, because you 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 got a captive audience, right? <laughs> you got a captive audience, and it's a good time. And I don't know, I don't know how you get that many people to sort of um, directly and indirectly get some conversation about mental health. That mm-hmm. that doesn't feel forced or you know talked mm-hmm. at to. That it's it's in the spirit of fun and community and you know summer. I mean, that's that's. That's the best possible uh, possible world. So, so Kyle, when when uh, when we talk about mental health and centering uh, mental health in communities, because now I, I'm old, right? So we never talked about uh, mm. the mental health of a community before. We'd right. always would spend our time talking about individual yeah. mental health, but now yeah. we understand that we can we can talk about community health. Is that mm-hmm. talk talk a little bit about what that kind of looks like or means in in this age? Yeah, that's a that's a great um, a great question, a great observation, Babs. And I think you hit on it earlier, say um, in talking about the pandemic. The pandemic taught us a lot about how we're interconnected and that our health is interconnected, and we can see it in physical health, and we can. We have the experience of putting on a mask or knowing how you know we might be transmitting something to another person. Um, I think we've got a little bit more to go in terms of thinking about our mental health as being interconnected in the same way. Although some people do, you know, talk about that about the kind of contagion effect of mental health that depression in a community can lead to more depression in a community, disconnection in a community can lead to more disconnection. So. When we see ourselves as being interrelated and that my health and your health are one, I think it 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 changes the dynamic 
And I think, you know, this, what's exciting about this project is the many, many different partners. So artists and people who make things and people, you know, um, just not the typical clinical partners. Um, I think that's also a big part of changing the, the conversation and, um, you know, it's almost cliched, but like meeting people where they're at. So bringing the bench into a community where people can find it and discover it on their own, um, you know, rather than driving people into medical care, or driving people into clinical services, which is not necessarily what they want or will find, you know, beneficial. Mm. So, so uh, Lorena, this city government is not known for innovation and, uh, <laughs> You know, city government is about, you know what, we have to put out a fire. But this seems like uh, like plant growing. Like you really are trying to do something a little different in terms of uh, how city government addresses or or speaks to uh, community mental health. I think you're muted. You're, you're okay. muted somehow. Yeah. It's, or the... Microphone's not working. Oh, I can't hear you. I don't know. Maybe uh, your microphone muted and then just start talking and see if it. Yeah. Nope. No. What about now? Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Babs, I appreciate that observation. And I think a lot of credit goes to the partners that we're working with uh, because. Um, city government needs to be held accountable and, and be pushed towards um, innovation. So I'm really grateful to all of our partners who are helping us move in that direction. And I think that, you know, within my, my office is within a new department, the Department of Community Resilience. And that department is really trying to take a public health approach to um, some of the most intractable issues that we see in our city. And uh, we know that we, we need to try new things and do things differently because um, a lot of people are suffering and the way that we've been doing things hasn't, hasn't um, worked for everyone. Okay. That's, mm -hmm. that's, well, I love, I love this partnership. I, I will say this, New Haven is nothing without its partnerships. We <laughs> love a good partnership in this town, <laughs> which is which is really good because you know a lot of places are still dealing with silo mentality, but mm. New Haven has really, really, I think, embraced a lot of partnership building. You know, and 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 not just likely partnerships, but unlikely partnerships mm. um, mm -hmm. around mm. things in this city. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to to. Uh, seeing this bench. I'm sorry I won't be there on Sunday, but mm. I will walk myself down the street because this mm. is in my neighborhood. Yeah. I will walk myself down the street after the fact and uh, sit on the bench and I'll take some pictures. I'll make sure I tag <laughs> you. That'll be great. As a, as a bench expert, we look forward to your feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm thinking about putting, uh, making another bench because I just believe in this concept so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a simple thing, but it just goes, it just, it just garnered so much uh, goodwill when it was up at Creative Arts Workshop. And then we had the mural wall, you know, mm. where people left affirmations and all their kinds mm. of things. And that was such a, a connecting moment. Something simple was that just made a huge difference. And, you know, the light bulb goes off and you're like, 
you mean this is what we could do in community? This is what we could do to sort of make a difference? And so I, I'm just pleased as pie to sort of see this uh, this Bench Haven take off. And uh, I'm going to go to Fairhaven and see that one. I'm going to see the one in New Hallville. Wherever you put them, I'm going to go see them. <laughs> I think these are important. So I'm going I'm to be on a bench tour. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you all so much uh, for uh, coming on this morning with all the technical difficulties. I appreciate mm -hmm. you. So you all will be uh, in New Hallville this Sunday, mm -hmm. 2 o'clock, um, and the bench will be out there. And... Uh, We'll also okay. be in the hill on Saturday at two o'clock. Oh, okay. See, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna shut out the, the hill people. <laughs> I'll see somebody in the hill and they'll be like, you can talk about us. So all right, so so y'all have a lot of work to do. And yes, so when do you do. end up? What happens in the end? Do you are you are you doing something on the green too? Are you does this culminate into something, culminate into something? I think so. I think we'd love to do something on the green um, and we'll keep you updated and would love to have you there. And maybe we could still feature your bench on the green too. Mm -hmm. I would love it. I would love yeah. it. Well, thank you all so much for your time. Thank you all so much for your talent and your commitment. I can't wait to see these benches. Thank you all so much for coming on and feel free to come back on anytime. Yeah. Talk right. about anything. I'd love to have y'all. And Laura, it's so good to see you. Great to see you. <laughs> Can't wait to see you soon in, in person. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. We have to catch up, eat pasta yeah. again. Last time, we, last time we were together, we Those were in, uh, yes, we were eating pasta together. So, <laughs> Kyle. And, Thank you, Babs. Great to see you. All. Thank you all so much. Thank you so Thank much. You. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Sure. We'll see you soon. Okay. All right, Nora. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Harry. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, I think Enru. Tomorrow's Thursday. So I think we'll be back. I'll be back with Enru. You know, we gotta get our Arishas right. So I'll see y'all tomorrow. Wheels keep spinning to the morning light. 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 Wheels keep spinning. Wheels keep spinning to the morning light. Wheels keep spinning. Wheels keep spinning. Wheels keep spinning to the morning light. Wheels keep spinning. Wheels keep spinning to the morning light.